0: Hello and welcome to Point of View, where we give students a place to listen, learn, and lean in. I'm Alicia, and today I'm here with
1: Jonah and Rahul.
0: We will be reviewing the newest Black Panther movie and exploring themes such as overcoming grief and tradition versus modernism. Warning, there will be spoilers. Your discretion is advised. Um, I think we should start with like how, like what we were expecting from the movie. Um, For example, I was Expecting it to be kind of mid because the past few movies, past few Marvel movies, have been kind of mid. Like, I wasn't really super surprised, but obviously, the visuals, um, this it, ex- it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was really good. Um, the visuals, as always, were really good. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, one thing I gotta say is, um, I agree with you. This is easily the best MCU movie of this year. As, like, I what I kind of yeah. see is that they kind of like tone down the comedy a lot here. So one thing I kind of noticed is that with a lot of the past MCU movies this year, they always like try to like have this forced sense of comedy. Yeah. But like with this, like, well, one, they had to be a little more serious with this movie because it was a, uh, you know, it, it was sent kind of centralized around Chadwick Boseman's death yeah. or T'Challa's death. and, I believe that the that kind of helped make sure that the comedy was very natural and
1: was kind of flowed every now and then. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a film that was aiming for comedy. It was a film that was aiming for the story of Shuri and the story and the memory of Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. And the way they used the comedy, they only gave it to characters that normally use comedy. Like for example, Everett K. Ross and Valentina they had some great moments they were meant to have that those comedic moments but characters like shuri maybe didn't have the comedic she had last last yeah. time as black panther because they didn't want her to and she didn't need to for the yeah. story that she was going for
0: yeah like yeah. i think a lot happened for her to for like her to be really serious mm-hmm. um so i think that's like a good transition into the themes that we saw um, for example you know Obviously, with Chadwick Boseman, they had to somehow incorporate him into the story. Even yeah, though... so they started off with death and then they basically just like kept that theme of going of um, overcoming grief throughout the movie. Like her mom had this ritual to like help her move on. Um, and she tried to cope by like cooping herself up in the lab and like trying to come up with new um, technology that will help her country. And yeah, like,
1: yeah, and just as she was overcoming the death of T'Challa, that's what about the time that her mother died. So she had to overcome that. So Sherry went through a lot yeah. in this movie, and it really grew her as a character. Maybe just like her a lot more because she was a lot more layered than she was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, easy. Like, I think that change was probably expected to her character, as mm-hmm. like
2: she, like, like, in the beginning of the movie, basically. She, uh, since Killmonger ended up burning down all of the heart-shaped herbs, and uh, T'Challa happened to have an I- illness that could be cured by that herb, but there was no more. So, Shuri tried to, like, synthesize a synthetic heart-shaped herb, but the thing is, it was only, like, I think 29% accurate, and it didn't really work. So, I guess that Shuri herself, she took that failure to heart, and she always, like, made sure to, like, improve, like, technology, and choice, try to, like... Help it and like one thing like compared to like last movie in this movie there's a humongous change in her character like in the last movie she was very lighthearted like oh yeah uh,
0: it felt like she didn't really like she respected tradition but she yeah. obviously had like a little bit of like a rebellion yeah. toward it yeah but then this movie she definitely embraced it to mm-hmm. like to um encourage the modern yeah
2: easy easy it was like. I think towards like the end, she kind of like understands like the meaning of the ritual that her mother was trying to, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the heart-shaped herb, I think that symbolizes a lot of just the heart of just the characters in that film. Because since Killmonger burned that down and like not long after that is when the snap happened and everybody disappeared and that sort of symbolized that their hearts were gone. And even towards the beginning of the film when Chadwick passed away or T'Challa passed away in the film, she never created that synthetic heart so she never sort of had a full heart until she created it and that's when she started to feel better and feel more like herself and that's when she became Black Panther, so. Yeah.
2: I guess it's kind of like she, f- she was made, like, she's able to overcome that, like, that grief that she experienced and then she, through that grief she created an even deeper connection with her brother, yeah. the, you know, yeah. the Black Panther.
0: Um, I also like how, I think we should, like, also talk about the antagonist, Neymar. Yeah. Like, he, I liked how they, like, so usually with villains, obviously they always have, you know, like a soft story and stuff. And yeah. you like, you gain a respect for him, for them. But him, like, while you did gain a respect for him, you also definitely like saw how he was like truly like evil, but also yeah. where it came from.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What was so scary about Namor is it seems so realistic how he could have those political views of just yeah. the world and wanted to burn down the entire world just from where he came from. Yeah. It, like it didn't feel... Very like surprising, like oh, I want to burn down the whole world for nothing. It was, it had reasons behind it, and they were very realistic reasons. Yeah, yeah. and I,
0: it it is like it is also interesting how you could see Shuri like empathize with him. A lot mm-hmm. of times you see like in Marvel movies, you see the bad guy, the good person. It's like they see it's like oh, I know what you're going through, but she was like oh, I know what you're going through. Like yeah, she knew, yeah, and it was yeah. like she also lost like a lot of her family members, and it was just like. Yeah. yeah like she just lost her whole family like that's yeah. literally it's like it's surprising that she didn't even turn into a villain. yeah you know? I f- yeah i feel
1: like namor was the perfect villain for the story that they were making here and just yeah. for Wakanda forever as yeah. well yeah
0: yeah because she could have been the villain but she yeah. wasn't like she yeah. um she you know there was also like the comparison between namor and shuri like to show how similar they are mm-hmm. and like you would expect shuri to be like him but Like, she's also still her own person. Yeah. Yeah.
1: and Namor kind of represents what she could have been if she just decided to fall into that. If she pursued the path of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And another
2: thing I want to talk about, vengeance in this story. Yeah, vengeance. Like, I think that, like, the aspect of, like, vengeance with, with, you know, Shuri not being able to save her brother, I think that was monumental in, like, how she was going to be in this movie. And same with Namor, too. Because, like, I think... There's like an interesting sense of parallelism between Namor and Shuri. As they both pursue the path of vengeance, oh. but one will go too far for, in this case, Namor. And one will almost go too far, but will learn mercy with, like, yeah. Shuri towards, like, the end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, the
1: very end when she yeah. has the chance to kill Namor. Yeah. And another thing that was so great during that, they played, like, a silent sort of just... Like, oh yeah. Every, time,
0: yeah! every time, yeah, every time Chadwick Boseman was mentioned, yeah. there was always like silence, like yeah. a moment yeah. of silence. Yeah, and, and I thought that like, was really yeah, like they were, like, it was really respectful, and they were like creative with how they like were able to put it in. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, to add on to Chad Chadwick Boseman's death, I really really like how they wrote his death into the movie as like. The movie was not exactly centralized around his death but like it was like a very 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 yeah. big thing yeah it was like movie.
0: also respectful at the exactly time. yeah like, exactly I really, I really like that um yeah i think there was also the cinematography like if we go back to what we were saying about the hardship herbs and like in the beginning of the movie um shiri's desperation to save her brother yeah and also just like other forms of desperation in the movie like the camera was like really shaky and all that um I also noticed like when they're... there was this one scene where, um... what was the guy? The head of the
1: Mbaku. Mbaku. Yeah, Mbaku, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And sure, when they were talking, like. I'm going to be honest, like, I was so distracted by the camera just, like, moving and panning oh, yeah. while they that were was, talking. Like, yeah. while I'm sure the conversation was really important, but, like, it was just really distracting. But also, other than that, like, they were still really creative with, like, what they did with the camera. And I think, like, because they did that, it was just, it showed, like, it's moving. Like, the story was moving. Like, the there was tension. That's why.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and going back to cinematography, I thought this movie had one of the best cinematography, had some of the best cinematography out of any MCU film. Eternals had some great stuff, but especially Underwater during Telecon and when Shuri was first yeah. introduced to that, that was just so magical. Mm-hmm. And the song just behind it, the score was also fantastic. Yeah. For movie, and the cinematography was complemented very well by the score. Mm-hmm. I think like they kind of like backed each other up, kind of. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. And to talk about um, adding on to the uh, Underwater scene, I think that... like. The aspect of like, you know, like when uh, when Namor was about to was about to be killed by uh, Shuri, but he, she was like, no, like, but she held back. Like, how does like? Do you guys remember when there was like flashes of like the underwater city here and there? Yeah. And there's yeah. also flashes of Wakanda. So I really yeah, like yeah, how like they kind of curious. like show that like, even though one is on like s- the one land is on the surface and one land is like completely underwater, there's still a sense of similarity that they're both trying to fight for the same
1: thing, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really like that aspect of it. There's so many great parallels in this film. Oh, There's yeah. so many great ways of showing those parallels. Like, fire mm-hmm. and water, that was shown a lot, especially when Shuri was saying to the astral plane oh, yeah, with yeah. Killmonger. Spoilers, that's a big spoiler, spoiler mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, kind of a big But spoiler. just when the fire was just coming down, sort of burning just the previous legacy and just remaking her yeah. as a yeah, new the, one.
0: Yeah, fire versus water, that was really, really creative. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's also interesting is, like... The diversity yeah, like easy um yeah they're both minorities yeah and like obviously there are parallels there and mm-hmm. it's just it just shows that there are ways to like fight to have representation in, um but yeah the representation was really interesting oh, yeah. like you He's... normally don't um get like the mayan culture yeah um and they, uh, yeah
1: yeah they actually spoke an- ancient mayan that's how the the underwater species communicate yeah. to each other, and it was just the representation from Namor and just Mesoamerican culture was so great. Yeah, that was oh, another was, really
0: yeah. like, fun, like, what I really liked the languages. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching Shang-Chi, and oh. like, and also this, like, I keep talking about like the second Doctor Strange movie, but like those two, like. Okay, I guess Shang-Chi was a little bit better about it. Like, the Chinese was fine. But, like, it was definitely the second Doctor Strange. I don't know why that one was just, like, so... It just, like, sticks out to me, like, why I don't like it so much. Because, like, it's fine if you're going to speak Spanish. But if it's, like, unnaturally in there, like, they're trying to force the fact that you are ethnic, like, it's... It's unnatural. It doesn't... I. That's not a right way to show representation. Yeah, but this was just so natural. Like, they were speaking their language and also, like, showing their culture without forcing it too much. Yeah. yeah. And the person it felt
1: kind of, like, natural with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the person that had to play Nakia, Lupita Nyong'o, she actually had to learn four new languages for this. Oh, yeah. yeah. French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ancient Mayan, yeah. Spanish. French. And then Wakandan, I guess. Yeah, also. yeah. So, yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, there's also... I think we should also talk about Ironheart, like, what we think about her. Um, I thought she was kind of useless to the plot. But obviously, she was important for, like, the ultimatum that Namor made. It was like, if you don't... If Wakanda doesn't partner with us, like, the science girl will die. Mm. And, like, that's just how they try to keep her in there. And she was, like, good representation of people of color, like, women of color in STEM. Mm -hmm. But other than that... Like, she was obviously just there to set up, like, the
2: next movie. Yeah, to set up the plot. Yeah, easy. And also, well, one, obviously Marvel's trying to set up something for her. But yeah. also, one thing I didn't really like about her is, like, her suit was kind of wonky. I don't, oh, my like, God, her suit at so I thought her suit was fine.
0: They did... No, they did her so dirty. Like... Yeah. Okay, in the comic books, the suit's really cool, right? Yeah. Okay, it could be that this is her first suit. That is uh, that is She's true. No, two suits. but her prototype, literally, like her proto-prototype, the, where she first used it in that yeah. like car garage, looked better than what she had at the end yeah. of the movie. It literally looked like a cartoon character. Like mm-hmm. yeah, they did. One, one thing I
2: think they try to do is like they try to mimic like the whole um, certain aspects of Iron Man. Like for example, um, when he was in that cave in the Middle East. She was also in that cave underwater. Yeah. And
1: oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I meant think, to
2: parallel that. Yeah, and just, I think that would have been a personal, po- like a very good, po- like uh, like opportunity for her to like invent something, something like how Tony Stark did. But yeah. I guess I could be looking at it the wrong way as this is not Tony Stark. This is Riri Williams, like a different form of yeah iron. I guess so. Yeah.
0: I really like how Marvels are how Marvel is using like minorities and peers. Yeah, I
1: feel like. The main point of Ironheart was to show the passing of the mantle from Iron Man to Ironheart. And that's been a big thing just throughout Phase 4, the passing of mantles. Yes. Yeah. Making Sam the new Captain America, right. making and Tom making Holland Kate Spider-Man. Bishop, Bishop the Kate new, Bishop, the, uh, new Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, just a big passing of mantles and just reforming something new. So I feel like that was her main point. She has a show coming out probably i think early 2024 or something yeah. like that so they were also trying to set her up for that yeah easy i can, i can
2: see that one other thing i really thought was interesting was that the um like how killmonger appeared in the ancestral plane instead of like queen ramonda t'challa like all her uh, mm-hmm. all all of shuri's other like family members i guess that the reason for that is because it showed that she was starting that he started a new age and she is also starting a new age. So I kind of think that they try to, like, establish that parallelism between Killmonger and Shuri there as well. Yeah,
1: and she had so much vengeance and so much, like, rage and pain at that moment Mm -hmm. that I guess Killmonger is, like, the living embodiment of that. Yeah. So that might have been another reason why her mind was just drawn to him instead of somebody Mm -hmm. else. Yeah. One one other thing I want to talk about is that the uh,
2: meaning of fire in this movie. I was like, I think it means, like, the idea of growing of like getting rid of the past and like growing into something like for example that yeah. one ritual in the beginning of the movie where queen ramonda burns like the uh the uh, uh the funeral garments yeah i think it's like her like shedding the past and like opening up to a new future same with when the ancestral plane got lit on fire when basically that's saying like the old ways are over it's now a new age that is coming so that's yeah. what I kind but of while assume.
0: also still, like, using what's in the past. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, yeah, It's,
1: like, modernizing that tradition. Mm-hmm. And water kind of representing that for the telecons and Namor and him flooding down Wakanda and helps of building something better for yeah. himself. And his yeah, fire.
2: yeah. It's, it's a very interesting thing, fire and water in this movie. Yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: Um, so the overall message of this movie, what do you guys think it is?
2: I think, well, one, obviously, it's like, to mourn, uh, well, to celebrate, well, Overcoming grief. Overcoming grief, obviously. Well, not yeah, and also like finding a new
1: way through grief. Yeah. Yeah. Just overcoming all that pain and just the resilience, and then just having the confidence to become something new and do something better that gets you out of that hole that you're in. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: This concludes our discussion and review for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Thank you so much for listening. For a transcript of this episode, head to the Point of View tab on our website, nhsmessenger.org, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at NHS Point of View. I'm your host, Alicia Lee.
1: Jonah Chadwin. And Rahul Dojede.
0: And this has been Point of View.